Attention people who still care. How can we earn money by making the world a better place to live in? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. On today's show, one main financial fined $20 million by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau for predatory lending practices. But before we get into that, I first want to tell a story. In 2009, the pharmaceutical company Pfizer was fined $2.3 billion for deceptive practices relating to its painkiller medication called Bextra. Bextra was a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug primarily prescribed for the treatment of acute pain, arthritis, and menstrual cramps. Pfizer heavily marketed uh, the drug, claiming it to be effective and safe, while downplaying the potential adverse effects. The U.S. Department of Justice initiated an investigation into Pfizer's marketing practices, revealing that the company had engaged in misleading activities. Pfizer was found guilty of promoting Bextra for uses that had not been approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, a practice known as off-label marketing. Additionally, the company was accused of providing doctors with kickbacks and other financial incentives to prescribe Bextra, which violated federal anti-kickback laws. Furthermore, Pfizer was found to have concealed critical safety information about Bextra. From doctors and patients, the drug carried an increased risk of heart attacks, strokes, and severe skin reactions. By withholding this information, Pfizer misled doctors and patients, potentially exposing them to serious health effects. As a result of these violations, Pfizer agreed to pay a substantial fine of $2.3 billion, making it one of the largest healthcare fraud settlements in U.S. history at that time. The settlement included criminal fines and civil penalties. Additionally, Pfizer was required to enter into a corporate integrity agreement, which mandated increased transparency and accountability in its marketing practices. The incident involving Pfizer and Bextra is another example of the misleading practices of the pharmaceutical industry. According to the 2022 Gallup poll on Americans' view on the different businesses and industries operating in the United States, the pharmaceutical industry placed second to last, beating out only the oil and gas industry. Just 25% of Americans have a positive view of the pharmaceutical industry, with 58% reporting a negative perception, according to this Gallup poll. One could reasonably conclude that the deception, the deceptive nature of the pharmaceutical industry has contributed to Americans' massive increased engagement with preventive medicine and healthy lifestyle choices. Many of us now see that by taking care of ourselves, we will erode the dependency on pharmaceuticals and the pharmaceutical industry. Which leads us to our main story of the day. One main financial, find $20 million for predatory lending. 
Last Wednesday, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau ordered one main financial, a non-bank private lender, to pay $20 million in redress and penalties for deceptive sales practices. The, C the CFPB found that OneMain pressured its employees to load up its loans with extra charges through false promises of easy cancellation with full refunds. OneMain also kept $10 million in interest charges despite a stated policy offering borrowers a full refund on add-arm purchases if they canceled within a certain period of time. OneMain will pay $10 million in refunds to consumers harmed and an additional $10 million penalty to the CFPB's Victim Relief Fund. This is the latest in a series of fines that the CFPB has imposed on OneMain Financial. In 2017, the company was fined $19 million for deceptive lending practices. They found that OneMain had misled borrowers about the terms of their loans, including the interest rates and fees. The company was also found to have engaged in unfair and abusive practices, such as harassing borrowers who were behind on their payments. In 2021, it was fined again $4.25 million for failing to adequately protect consumer data. It was found that OneMain had inadequate cybersecurity uh, measures in place, which put consumer data at risk. Now, just like the pharmaceutical industry, the financial sector abusing consumers is leading toward a massive increase in engagement with improved financial literacy. Many of us now see that by providing financial services ourselves via peer-to-peer -peer lending, we are eroding our dependence on traditional financial services. One main financial offers personal loans, which leads us to our financial tip of the day. If you want a personal loan, go to prosper.com. It is a peer-to-peer -peer crowd lending platform that provides personal loans to individuals and the lenders are just regular people. So this is how it works. Uh, uh, let's say you want to, let's say Peter, let's call him Peter. He wants to borrow $2,000 uh, because he needs a personal loan to uh, cover an unexpected expense of his car breaking down. So Peter, he goes on to Prosper and he fills out an application. Uh, Prosper now uh, underwrites the loan, kind of checking his credit score and his uh, employment status, and then offers, uh, either approves or denies his application, and then offers his loan on their platform. Now, anybody, if you live in the right state that allows uh, Prosper and this peer-to-peer -peer lending setup, which is another problem in itself, if if states aren't allowing this, uh, you can uh, lend as little as $25 to Peter's loan. So if he's taking out $2,000, then you, along with 79 other regular people, can crowd lend his loan. 
Now, this is significant for a number of reasons. Instead of a predatory lender like One Main Financial a profiting off of loaning individuals money, well, we get to profit from it without being predatory. Uh, we also uh, erode the, this wealth and power that these financial institutions have over us. Now, uh, uh, being engaged in crowd lending has a, a number of positive benefits to our economy. Uh, right now, inflation is, is a really big talk. It's on a lot of people's mind. It's the reason uh, a lot of people think that you know the stock market and, and crypto is, is falling at, at such a rapid race, uh, rate. Now, with crowd lending, we are now becoming private lenders just like one main financial, except, uh, well, so when when a commercial bank like, let's say, Wells Fargo or Chase Bank of America, when they loan money, they're not actually loaning their money. They're allowed to loan money based on the deposits of their account holders, uh, but they're not actually loaning the, the account holders money. Instead, they are legally allowed to create money. This is called fractional reserve lending. And when banks create too much money, well, then inflation happens. Uh, that's why the federal government is raising interest rates so banks uh, offer less loans and less uh, money is created. Now, becoming a crowd lender, you are now engaging in private lending. You don't get to create money when you loan on Prosper. Uh, instead, you are actually putting up your own money. Uh, so, so this is a way to stem inflation by engaging in crowd lending. Uh, another positive benefit is that it, it decentralizes the wealth and power of these powerful financial institutions. Um, this is exact having such a centralized wealth and power will lead inevitably to financial crisis. This is exactly what happened in 2008 with too big to fail. And it also happened just recently with the Silicon Valley bank and the first Republic bank, um, with Silicon Valley and, and first Republic, there was this concentration of, of power. You, you had just one board of really 12 people who are all very similar. They all have MBAs in Silicon Valley's um, uh, example. They're mostly from Stanford. So it's a uh, not diverse group at all, very centralized power. And this, this board, really, it was the president you know, of Silicon Valley Bank who made terrible decisions. One person, the concentration of power, just one person making bad financial choices, which led to the collapse of entire bank, uh, it led to stock market decline. It led to uh, a decrease in consumer confidence. Um, and same same situation with First Republic. Really, it's just one guy. Uh, maybe you could say it was the entire board, 12 people of you know non-diverse um, and not independent uh, of one another, making a bad choice, which affects millions of people. Uh, with crowd lending, it's totally decentralized. I don't know the reason. Let's say I'm uh, contributing to this Peter's loan of $2,000. I have no idea why the 79 other people contributing to this loan are doing it. Uh, I have my reasons. They have theirs. 
there's no there's no uh concentration of, of power there's no it's it's dispersed between so many people uh and uh, this is some just a few of the reasons why crowd lending is is so important. A, another great one is that it's a, it's a great way to earn some extra money, making the world a better place. Uh, with, with crowd lending, uh, you get to earn the money. You get to t- you get to take it. It would have gone to uh, banks, predatory lenders that are constantly abusing customers. The financial industry is the most abusive industry in in america and that's not me saying that go on to the violation tracker project and see uh how the financial industry compares to other industries pharmaceuticals is not far behind uh also which uh, is not a surprise i'm I'm thinking for for many of us but by engaging in in crowd lending uh we get to erode that that wealth and and power and we get it to the people who need it most just us average people uh, you know, getting loans, that's wonderful. Your, your, your uh, banks with a personal loan, you're getting uh, principal and interest returned to you. So it, it's, it's a way to, um, uh, uh, to, to not hold on to your money for a long time. It's, it's, it's coming back for your original principal. So my name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor. And I see you are one too. If you'd like to know the three secrets to change the world, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.